Also, on the, uh, on the other side, uh, on the eastern side in the Gulf, there's a, uh, in Veracruz, Mexico, there's a city uh, called Yanga. And I don't know if anybody's heard of Yanga, but Yanga, Yanga was uh, enslaved. And a lot of people say slaves, but it's not slaves, it's enslaved. Somebody did it. Somebody did this to another human being. And, and Yanga was someone who was enslaved, brought to Mexico, but right when he landed, right when he touched Mexican soil, he rebelled. And he fought for 30 years against the Spaniards, 30 years to fight for Mexico's independence. And there's a big statue of him, and I have it uh, on, my, on my door at the youth center uh, to remind us that, that any time that there's been oppression, our people have been working together to fight off that oppression. And, and the problem has always been imperialism and racism, and it still is today. Welcome back to the podcast. This is Big VJ checking in. Today's conversation, beloved, we're going to talk about a silent war, right? We're going to talk about a silent war between the original people of the planet between the original family of the planet we're going to talk about how the so-called black man and the so-called brown man is hurting and killing each other in the wilderness of North America and the territory that we call the United States and I'm going to tell you why right and um, yeah, beloved, we're going to have a conversation about that. And the reason why I had to say the so-called black man, because black is just a racial construct, right? And uh, it's just an association. That's all. It's just a racial construct, classification, association, just something made up by the devil. So is the brown race. It's the same thing. Um, but the answer is in family. Because when we start talking family, there is no problem. There is no quote-unquote silent race war between the so-called black man and the so-called brown man. There is nothing. But there was something invented by a made man, right? Our open enemy. And we're going to have a real conversation because... Uh, <laughs> well, I'm going to say this, you know. When I say that that man is the devil, I don't mean like he is... Um, he is a devil. <laughs> Beloved, he is the devil. And um, he's physical, right? Because many of our people, we talk about the unseen devil and we don't really know his function. We don't know if he's floating around. He's I'm not present. He's in one place. He can be in multiple places. We have no idea. But what we do know is uh, poor chop have taken care of of that invisible devil all of our lives. Is that not right? You know, every Sunday across the country is Reverend Pochops all over this country. They binding them up. They tying them up. They sending them down to the pits of hell and this and that. So we must know, beloved, where it can't be this invisible devil that's bothering us no more because Pochop is binding him up every Sunday. Is that not right? So...
the only devil we got left is the physical one. <laughs> and this physical devil have a nature. The nature of this physical devil is the nature of one that's opposite of you. If you are a black, brown, and red man, your nature is freedom, justice, and equality. The devil's nature is captivity, corruption, and disproportion. Everywhere he goes, everything he put his hand in, everything he have jurisdiction over, you will see that captivity, corruption, and disproportion follow him. So we, with the knowledge of self, use a term in dealing with him, and that term is tricknology. This is how the so-called white man or pale man rule over the darker peoples of the planet through a trick. That's how he's in charge. Tricks mixed with lies and deceit equals tricknology. And that's how he's ruling over us. So when you see brown people and black folks at war, whether it's in L.A., whether it's Haiti or Chicago or the prison systems of New York City, it's because the trickster is in charge, right? We got a comment from one of my brothers, our brother Ten Speed, and we were having a conversation. We were talking about concepts, and we uh, we were showing that our brothers. The brown man is our firstborn. He's family, beloved. He ain't no... <laughs> you know, it take a cold man to take your family member and make him your enemy, but the brown man is our firstborn. How can how did he become our enemy? And uh, we got a brother named Tenspeed that said that in a couple of comments that he made that the migrants of Chicago, he's not in an investment that they're our family that they're our children, that they're our firstborn because he said that there were neighborhoods in Chicago we talking about black folks. There's neighborhoods that black folks can't go into in Chicago because the Mexicans run it. Right? Or our Latino brother run it. Right? And then he also pointed out something that she said how can they, talking about Latinos be our firstborn when their hair is different? Their hair ain't even like, ah, oh, their hair... <laughs> So, beloved, we're going to have a real good conversation, right? Because I, I will say this. Um, one of these days, we, we will talk about the hair because the original people of the planet. In order for me to break down why some of our people here is coarse and other of our people here is straight, I'm going to have to point out the diet between the two. This is why, just as a quick reference, if I talk about our people in the Southeast Pacific, and um, the, our Melanesian brothers and sisters, and we we'll see when we go to Solomon Islands that their hair is blind. I can connect the blind hair to the diet. I can connect dark peoples around the planet, their hair to their diet and other activities. But beloved, that's a different story for a different day. But what I will point out today is we're going to go and read a portion of the Willie Lynch letter, right? Because that Willie Lynch letter and the background of our people and i'm going to tie that in to how hispanic gangs or latino gangs 
they're the largest group of ethnic based gangs in the territory that we call the United States. Right. And when you go to certain spots in California, right, Southern California, you would see that our Latino brothers and sisters or Mexican brother, because we can use those, whatever the devil decide to call them next, Mexican, Hispanic, Latino, whatever. But those that are unlearned about their true nature, we're talking about our brown brothers, they can get stripes in their gang. And stripes is another word for like a badge of honor, but they can get stripes for hurting black males. So let's just talk about the history of our brown brothers, who we are as black people in America. We're going to talk about a mentality that was created. And ultimately, we're going to talk about the devil. Because I'm going to pull up the PowerPoint. And I just want to read something from Willie Lynch. And I'm going to show you how that mentality works today. Because unfortunately, the trickster is still in power. Right? I want to put this on the table first. You can't have racism without the construct of race being put on the table first, right? So race is black, brown, red, yellow, and of course the so-called white man, the pale man, the devil, okay? Race doesn't exist in the real world. It's fiction. It's just made up. It's just, it's a part of the devil's game. But these words have meanings behind them. That's why if you look at black, it's, it can be used with a lot of different definitions. So even us, we title this platform Real Black Content is Form Podcast, right? One day we're going to break down the black or why we use the term black in that. But black have several different definitions. So to many of us with knowledge itself, black means original. So you, we use that interchangeably. The black man, the original man. The black woman, the original woman. It's the same thing, right? It's interchangeable. But when it comes to the devil, black means something different, right? So if you go to Webster or Miriam or whatever else definition of book housing that he created, black has a, a more evil and wicked definition. And then not only that, when you go to the blacks, law dictionary it means something else as well we're going to have a conversation about that also right we know that black have no standing in law it's not real it's a construct it's a status in the united states it's a position it's citizenship right (laughs) so one day we're going to show our people what a citizen means also through the black law dictionary right today though we're just going to keep it plain and we're going to talk about you can't have racism without the construct of race. But in reality, there is no race. There's families. This is why we speak so highly of the family unit on this platform, keeping the family together. Because this dude is going to die out. We're talking about the devil. And all we're going to have left is families that's going to take power. But we got to be in our original state when it happens, right? Our brother Ten Speed talked about the hair difference, right? And then, obviously, they have a skin difference. So what I want to put forth 
in front of our people is the untold story of 1712 of Willie Lynch. We're not going to go over the whole letter. We're just going to go over the meat of the letter. And I want to also say this, beloved. See, see the city that you and I live in, they're nothing but plantations. The way they try to paint the our people is that plantations is like little house on the prairie is somewhere out in the middle of nowhere. And no, when the British devil got here, the plantations was the cities. The cities and the plantations, the same thing. You know, this is where the courthouse was at. This is where the... Uh, the marketplace was at. This is where the housing was at. This is uh, where the roads was at. The plantations was the cities. You know what I mean? It, it's uh, it's one and the same. So the way that today they govern, we're talking about the devil, they govern cities was the same way they governed the plantation. Um, There was always two groups of people in this country. They'll never get it twisted. In 1670, the devil made white up. There's no such thing as the white race. It doesn't exist on any documents, any paperwork. It doesn't exist. That was created in 1670. The white race was made up. So there is only two types of people in this country. There are so-called white people and there are non-white people. That's all of us who call us a black, brown, red, yellow. It's what it is, right? But that's by design because the trickster is in charge. So if you look at the top of the list that Willie Lynch had to separate people, it was age. Use the age first, but only because it starts with A. Do that first. And then you separate the people on the plantation, the residents, the citizens, the people of color, the black, the brown, the red, the yellow. You separate them by shade, by color. Secondly. Then you separate them by intelligence, size, sex, the shape and the largeness of the plantations. Stop, man. Let that marinate. That's what we do today, beloved. We point out the differences between the two. So there was a man that came amongst us. And I got to pause and I got to say this right. Check this out. There was a man that came amongst us and... He was asked the question. It was like, yo, how many of the original people is in the wilderness of North America? And he said there were 17 million plus the red man, the Indians. It's 2 million of them. That means the total amount of the original family in the wilderness of North America is 19 million. See, there were one that came amongst us. He did not separate the two. There was no separation between the black man, the brown man, and the red man. We was just one family. What the devil does is he come behind and he points out the differences between the original families to rule over our people through a trick. Now, we can go through everything that this guy has. but And we talk about everything. We talk about the areas of activity. The nine areas, which I say 10, I add on medicine. But if we go through all the 10 areas of activity, economics, entertainment, religious, sex, war, blah, 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 go down the line. He rules over the darker peoples of the planet through captivity, corruption, disproportion. He's running a trick. He's pointing out the differences. And then once you see the difference between you and your brother. Or you or your children, he capitalized off the differences and make you enemies between each other. And while he's making you enemies, he step in as a peacemaker. 
Well, he's the <laughs> he's the divider of the brethren in the first place. He's only there to make you. So we were also taught that this is why we don't call ourselves as original people. We don't call ourselves Africans. Because we were taught over 100 years ago now that the term African, well, almost 100 years, but we were taught that the term African was used to divide you to make you think you're different than your own brother around the planet. And we're not. So we have knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, beloved. We know that 196,940,000 square miles of this planet belongs to the original people of the planet, not the devil. It's all sound and right reasoning. You just can't change what's factual. You can't change. Light travels at the speed of 186,000 miles per second. We can't change that. Sound travels at the rate of 1,120 feet per second. We can't change that. Beloved, this is all wise, right, and exact. There is no difference between we're all the same family. The black, bread, the black, brown, and the red man is all the same family. That's why he can't use family amongst us. He used race. Because he can go into a, he can go in his chambers and he can write down and he can dictate what race is. And when he does it, it's going to be in a corrupted form. It's going to be followed by disproportionate captivity. So he goes in his room in 1924. He comes out with something called the Racial Integrity Act. And he comes out with a one-drop rule. If you got a one-drop of black blood, you're black. So that means that if the original man of the darker hue, the black man, if I go out and I get a Latino as a wife, our children is black. If I go marry an Italian and I go over, I just got a love for the devil. And I just marry an Italian woman or a French woman, but it doesn't matter. Our children are going to be black. That's not reality. That racial construct is made by him. What is reality is the family aspect. He does not want to keep the original people on the family tip. He likes to keep us on the racial construct tip. This is why there is violence between our people in L.A., Chicago, New York, Florida, Texas. Some of the beef started in Haiti because he played a dividing game down with the it's just the same hustle everywhere we go. Let's go with the Willie Lynch letter, though. Let's do that. Let's knock a couple points down. Because I feel as though, beloved, that all of our people, all original people need to sit down and we need to study the Willie Lynch letter. Because sometimes our people get so educated and so sophisticated, they get to playing this game. Well, you know what, beloved? Uh, the Willie Lynch letter is a myth. And they don't look at the context and the content that was in that letter. Say, is that all wise, right, and exact? Is that real, though, what's being stated there? Because we see that that game is being played out in our, before our very, our very eyes. So, again, one came amongst us, and he did not separate the original family. Now, we got another brother that came, and he spoke and said that our people was Hebrews. The real nature of our people, he said, ethnicity-wise, was Israelites. Okay. But in that, though, he said that also that the black man, the brown man, and the red man is in the same family. I want you to zoom in, cameraman, on the highlighted part. I'm going to read it. It reads, the Mexicans are originally of the ten tribes captured by Salmanazar and of the family of 
Issachar, whom the Indians recognize as their special ancestor. Now, get a Lord a hand. Get a Lord a hand for that thing. Get mad, Negro. Indigenous language of the... Was it the Aztecs or the Mayans? Both of them. Both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, you said it was connected to an old Hebrew? Ancient Paleo-Hebrew. Ancient. So does that mean that that language that was indigenous to what Mexico and Central America is today was a Semitic language? Yeah. So what the schools teach you is uh, an indoctrination. They, they, you get, in, you get in, inducted into this indoctrination of what they want to call you or what they tell you that you are. So, for instance, um, you know, our people get called Hispanic, right? So Hispanic, not knowing what that term means, you know, we call each other Hispanics, but that was under the Spaniard captivity. When the Spaniards came in 1492 and, you know, raped, robbed, and pillaged, you know, the the people of Mexico, um, how they knew you were under that captivity was by calling you a Hispanic, how you, you belong to a family of a Spaniard that took you, you worked on their plantation, you were given their last name, like my last name, Ayala, that comes from whatever captivity my, my family got taken into. And maybe we were, have to work on fields, whether it was picking, you know, um, tobacco or whatever that family had us doing. That's what, that's what we did. Now, Latino is different. Latino is under the Grecian captivity. That's um, if you were Latino or how they, how they differentiated the both of them is um, Latino actually meant that your bloodline dated back to a Grecian or a Greek. Um, and people that are from down south, Guatemala, El Salvador, um, you know, just South America, they're not Latino. They're, they're, her, their dads aren't Greek. You know, we're still of this brown race. You know, like they call, you know, black people or African Americans that are here now Africans, and they're not from Africa. They actually just got taken into captivity in Africa while fleeing Israel. Um, Africans are Hamites. They're from the tribe of Ham. So um, they're, they're just a different people, and that's why people in Africa don't accept the blacks that are here, the so-called blacks that are here in America, because they say those aren't our people, you know, and, um, you know, history, they won't teach you, uh, you know, in, in, in my in my era, they taught us a little bit of Aztecs and Mayas and Incas, just a little bit, but they never tell you how our people got here, they never tell you, you know, we came from somewhere, they'll never tell you, you know, how we read the stars, we used the thing called cenotes, which were these, these ponds, reflection ponds to read the stars, while Columbus was looking up at the stars, trying to read them, trying to find these holy people that were, that had a blessed land that was promised to them, full of riches and rich soil and all this and that, he was looking up at the stars, and he didn't know how to use the geometry using the reflection ponds, and that's how we got here. Our real name um, is not Aztec; it's Issachar. That's our real name. They gave us the name Aztec because it means people of time, because we kept time in numbers, and so that's where that came from. So it's really. Even in that, our people had to open up their eyes and see when the information is coming from us, many of us with knowledge of self, we always going to put these people as a family unit. It's not until the devil comes around and he's going to hit you with the age, the color, he said, or shade. If he can't get you that way, he's going to say the intelligence, the size, he's going to give you a gender war. He gonna give you the size of the plantation. Stop. In the Willie Lynch letter, he said he gonna separate you guys by the size of the plantation, which means if I'm from the Johnson plantation, which is big, or let me do it this way because the cities and plantations is one and the same. I'm from Detroit, 
I can shout you down because you from Lil Last Grand Rapids. You from Lil Last Lansing. You know what I mean? You ain't got no real weight over here. I can, If I'm from Chicago and you from one of these Lil Last cities, I can shut you down. If I'm from Mobile, Birmingham, or Huntsville, or Montgomery, and you from Greenville, or Burnt Corn, man, I can shut your ass down. If I'm from Jackson, Mississippi, or I'm from Biloxi, or Hattiesburg, and you from one of them little-ass country-ass cities in Mississippi, goddamn, you from Moss Point, <laughs> you from Pasagoula, I can shut your ass down. If I'm from Houston, or Dallas, or Fort Worth, and you from Laredo, man, I'm finna shut your little ass down. See, that's the, you keep them separated by the size of the plantation. Not only did the devil say the size of the plantation, he said whether they on the valley or they on the hill of the plantation, whether they the east, west, north, or south, stop, stop. Beloved, I'm a victim of that. I'm from a plantation called Detroit. And you know what we wrestle over? What side of the plantation we from? I'm from the west side of the plantation of Detroit, Right? The east side is something different. The north end is something different. The southwest side is something else. But our brother that made the comment, our brother 10 Speed, they playing the same game in Chicago. Where, because my family's from Chicago. My aunties, my uncles, my cousins are from the south side. They from all stony. So, but it's a difference between the south side and then the west side. It's different. You know what I'm saying? They can't. And then, and then our brother also made this. He said, the black man can't even go into the Mexican man neighborhood. Beloved, I've been to Chicago. Right, that could be a fact, but I'm gonna tell you a bigger fact than that. The devil got it fixed where the black man can't even go into another black man's neighborhood. There, brother, I was I've been there, brother. The black man can't even go into another black man's neighborhood, and he got the same game in Philly, St. Louis, Cleveland, Miami, San Antonio, Los Angeles, Oakland. It's the same thing, but we never got ourselves together. And talked about, beloved, we need to get this straight because we see that we are being divided on purpose. In that letter, he said, divide them from the fine hair, from the coarse hair. Now, if everybody on that plantation back in the 1700s, if everybody had coarse hair was from Africa, how can you, who got the fine? No. All nine white folks, this was who this is for. Because America is a melting pot if you're from the midwest they say mixing pot it's the same deal what we didn't understand is that we was the ones in the pot it was the black folks the brown the red and yellow we all mixing together and we becoming a new people the devil on the other hand he separated himself from you because there's only two groups here you're either white or you're not white all y'all was colored people all y'all And when you start uniting over being color folks, he starts switching the names. Man, our brother's been Chicano. Come on now. Latino, Hispanic, and I don't know how many more names our brother's been. Our children been. They're our firstborn. You think I heard a brown man? Beloved, when I went out to California... Man, I was so green, man. I was out in East LA. I didn't even know I didn't supposed to be out there. But you know what? Man, them brown brothers ain't do nothing to me. I was green now. I ain't gonna front. I didn't know no better. It wasn't until I got to my partners, right? They're from South Central, right? I didn't when I got to LA. And uh they was uh, you know, they rolling sixties. They call themselves like rolling sixty people. 
they just regular brothers you know what i mean it wasn't until i got around those brothers in south central and a few more brothers from watch that i found out i had no i wasn't supposed to be <laughs> i was supposed to be in east l.a but even then the east l.a man my mexican partners they didn't they knew i wasn't from out there they probably could tell you know what i'm saying but man they didn't treat me no other way but what they will do is this they'll put you on the color scheme because the enemy have tricked their people to think that there's a difference between us and there's no difference see i i want to say this beloved because we're gonna have to put this on the table because black folk we're gonna have to really sit down and start telling the truth about this matter see i'm from the midwest and um there's a group in a gang called the latin kings they actually come out of chicago right see what our brown brothers and sisters do not understand is this when they begin to come into the cities from the south from the islands central america and south america what they did not know we talking about our latino and chicano brothers is that see they didn't know that they didn't come in contact with black folks they invented the latin kings to protect themselves because what our brown brother came in contact with was niggas and the unfortunate part about our latino brothers is that they don't know that our people is the most peaceable people on the planet we were created to be niggas and once we was made niggas they came in contact with the nigger mentality which made us enemies because our people was bullying them but it wasn't our people it was a small segment of our people that was niggas so i want to say this to our black and brown brothers i want you guys to hear me good because i don't want you to think that you're the exception you know because they had to make gains to, to protect themselves just that in the third see the element of brutality that you receive as as brown people what you got to understand is we as black folks receive that same thing from our own people that was niggas see that nigger mentality was created in the laboratory called the projects and the ghettos in america if i'm not mistaken the first one they made was in atlanta then they came to the midwest and the northeast territory of the, of the united states and they perfected creating project housing and the ghettos and in these laboratories of the projects and the ghettos the nigger mentality was created the violent black man and black woman was created, right? The um, the fornicator, the adulterer, the uh, no no goddamn um, the uh, I don't want to just say that word. I want to use another word because what well, the child attacker, the child abuser. I don't want to say another word, but that mentality of being wayward with your sexual principles between the man and the woman all of this was created in the nigger making feel of the projects in the ghetto so when other ethnicities came to america i don't give a fuck if you came from south america or you came from uh, your east indian brother or you came from africa and you came over they put you around niggas the most violent one amongst us but our people wasn't originally like that we were created to be that way in the laboratory. We're not that way. And once we were created this way in this project mentality, this ghetto mentality in the laboratory called projects and ghettos in the inner cities, they took us out and moved us into 
all over the city. So in other words, the Brewster Projects was created in Make a Nigga. Uh, the Cabrini Greens was created in Chicago to make niggas. And once the nigga was perfected in Cabrini Green and other project housing in Chicago, that mentality spread throughout the city. And when our Latino brothers got to Chicago, they were being bullied by not our regular people that's in their true knowledge, their true selves, by niggas. And they couldn't tell the difference between the two because the devil took away our ability to hold our self-esteem through family. He put us in the race construct. That means whatever crypt do, I'm responsible. Whatever blood do, I'm responsible. Whatever uh, a mo or a vice lord or a folk or a BD do, I'm responsible. Whatever a seven mile, six mile, Finkel Mafia killer do, Joy Road do, Dexter Boy do, Linwood Levinos Boy do, I'm responsible. Whatever somebody from Holland Park do, I'm responsible. Whatever somebody from the Herman Garden Killers do, I'm responsible because I can't get out of the family. See, I'm really, in by nature, I'm, I'm a family person. We're Armstrongs. We're Bates. We're Jacksons. We're Williams. Is that not right? We're Smiths. See, we can't play the family game. The devil took the family unit away from us. The family is the tribe. Tribe and family is one and the same. But we can't be tribes no more. What he turned us into the race construct. So we have to pay for everything somebody in the race do, in the shade do, in the color do. That's a hustle. But when you won't get back, you can't see me as the family tribe I belong to. I can't be a Kirksey. I can't, I can't be a Turner. I can't be a Johnson. I can't be a Jones can't it doesn't work like that can't be an evans can't be an owens <laughs> can't be a crutcher i can't i'm black now we don't have no family beef this is something that the devil put you understand what i'm saying see and when i say this beloved see i'm a man of a certain age See, the black man and woman is by nature with peaceable. It wasn't to after the project housing and after the devil funded by the small hat buddy of his, they created a wickedness in us. See, check this out. See, this is the beauty of being men of a certain age. See, I was born in the late 70s, right? So my family come out of the, well, my parents and their mom, they came out of the civil rights moment. There was, when there was separation, we was real peaceable. Our people didn't become violent until after the project phase. This is headed towards integration. See, now check this out. Because they say, well, Detroit is a very violent city. Yeah, yeah. It depends if you're long enough to live to see how it became violent. See, my Latino brothers got to know this. And African and Asian brothers as a whole, they got to know this as well. See, when our, our people was in these cities... We was non-violent with each other. For two black men to fight, it took 30 minutes, man. I want you to hear me good. This is before the nigga mentality now. It took 30 minutes to have a fight. I was there. In the 80s, I was there, beloved. I was I was there. Before the crack cocaine epidemic, it took us 30 minutes to fight. 
before heroin was pushed on on us it took us 30 minutes to just fight each other we would put our shoulders together and walk around in a circle forever you do something you do something you do nobody ain't gonna do nothing we wasn't even we wasn't violent enough to do nothing we would talk loud but when we came when it was time to fight we above shoulders forever walk around in a circle all together we'd be talking and then we'd take acorns we put acorns up we put the acorn on our shoulder or we put a stick on our shoulder knock the goddamn knock the stick off we play these games beloved we would put a line we'd get some dirt we put we kick the uh a line in the sand or a line of dirt so you walk over here you'll fight and none of us will walk over the line because we were not violent it wasn't until that made man put us in the projects and in the ghetto we watered the women for putting the man out because it was already unfortunately going that way he magnified it and then he he sprinkled us with those drugs we thought we were so inferior to the devil. He made us monsters. When we left the projects, we moved into the west side of Detroit, the east side of Detroit, southwest side of Detroit. We was already ruined. We was niggas. We had the nigger mentality. And then he flooded the cities in with other ethnicities. And when they got amongst us, the poison was already there. That with the racial construct, you didn't understand it was a family hurting you. Hey man, I ain't ever do nothing to you. The Joneses up the street, they robbed you. Not a black man. They just so happen to be black, but you got robbed by somebody from the Jones family. You got a problem with somebody from the Jones family. No, you don't. The devil gave us a race. So all of us is paying for what the Jones's family with the nigga mentality is doing. But he designed it that way, beloved. And then after he designed it that way, he funded your dysfunction. He did it through the medium of entertainment. There was a rap group that came out called N.W.A. And what N.W.A. did was put the nigga mentality on the biggest platform through these record labels in the country. Before then, because I was there to see it, the black and brown through hip hop was the same, beloved. I was there. The brother was the MC, and you would see the brown man. He's either DJing or he's break dancing, and they're doing graffiti together. It was all the same. It was in unison. But when that made man, funded by the trick of his brother, which is the small hat, when he got involved. He changed up the whole game. He put the money on NWA, the nigga mentality. And I'm willing to submit to you, beloved, that the violence, the gangs, the murders, the act of having multiple baby mamas, it tripled after NWA or quadrupled. I'm submitting to you that that's what happened. Before then, beloved, you was nonviolent. You didn't make that kind of music, man. Go pull up the records from your parents and your grandparents and listen to what the, our people listened to in the 60s and 70s. All we ever made was love music. Man, we was a love going people. I just told you it took 30 minutes to have a fight. For the men to fight the men and the women to fight the men. And man, that shit took 30 but I was there. We bumped shoulders forever. I was there. We made love music. Our parents listened to the Osleys and... Come on, Johnny Taylor and 
Come on, man. David Ruffin. I was there. We didn't have. It was nothing violent about us until that small hat funded our people that came out of the laboratory of the projects and ghettos. That nigga mentality was. He funded it. He gave Master P a platform to show off his projects. He gave Birdman and Cash Money Records a platform to show off their projects. He gave James Prince money in the platform to show off his projects in Houston. He went around the country, beloved, and he went to Nas. He gave Nas a platform to show off his projects and same thing with Jay-Z. It was just projects pimping. That's all he was doing. He was taking the project, the nigga mentality, and put it on the big, uh, big platform. And then he turned around and gave you Luke. Two live crew gave them a platform so they can degrade the black and brown woman. I was there, beloved. I was there. <laughs> beloved, the devil worked wonders. I was there. We wasn't violent. But after you were screwed up and you was full of poison, then now the rest of the world has to deal with you in the full operation of child sacrifice. Because that's when you start seeing the original man and woman beefing with the brown man and the red man and the young man, them your children, beloved. That's child sacrifice. How you go against your own children? Oh, you don't know you're the ancient of days. You don't know that that's you. You have no birth record. You don't know that these folks are your own children. They are you. But you don't think they're you because there was a man that came amongst you to point out the differences between y'all. See, that's what he he showed you the age difference and the color and the shade difference. And he started playing the intelligence, size and the shape of your plantation or your city or your projects or your borough. He's just showing you the difference. He's showing your hair is different and you tall, you short. He just, and he putting that distrust and envy all through the original people of the planet. And now we got what we got today. Mass violence between us all. Through the construct of race he's controlling. He can't control us through family union. Because the minute that my family or somebody in my family marry yours, it's just what it is now. You mean you the same now. We family. But he's gonna come back and say, No, y'all not really family, because he's gonna show you the definition that he made a race to keep you divided. But it's just a blessing, beloved, because I was there to see it. I was there to see it. So we look at that that end or that first block of that Willie Lynch letter. It says, now that you have a list of differences, I shall give you an outline of action. But before that, I shall assure you that distrust is stronger than trust. Envy is stronger than adulation, respect, or admiration. He had to create distrust and envy amongst the original people of the planet from the plantations to the cities so now we got what we got beloved see we don't have no problem between black folks 
than brown people. They are firstborn. I can we have a problem. <laughs> I can we have a problem, man. They're my firstborn. Like it don't work like that. We're in the same original family. But again, he got his racial integrity act, and he gave you the one drop rule. Is that not right? So if you got one drop of black blood, you black. That don't even make no sense because in the family construct, it doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. The minute that my sons marry Mr. Lopez's daughter, it's a family. Now we, myself and Mr. Lopez, we belong to the same tribe. We got the same family now. Now what the devil say, the devil say, no, no, no. That child is black and this they play these weird games or... See, it's just, it's a captivity, corruption, disproportionate. It's a trickster running the show. So I must admit, beloved, yeah, we were bullied to the Latinos that came in. But the Latinos don't know, no, we wasn't, no, man. You didn't meet our real people. Come on down to the neighborhood and meet our real people. Come on down here and meet Sister Williams. Come on, meet Miss Sister. Come on, me, Sister Johnson. Sister Johnson, chill. Oh, we chill. But we got less than 40 years. We're going to get it all together because that man that run this country got less than 40 years in charge. And that family unit going to fall back in place. Man, I have no worries about black and brown folks having problems. I have no worry about it. Shout out to our Hebrew Israelite family, beloved. Shout out to the Lost Founds. We know the black, brown, and red man is the same, man. <laughs> we, we ain't tripping over that. We know. We know we the same people. We know we the same family. We know there's no difference. We know we the same family. Nah, it don't work like that. We the same family. But then you have a divider amongst the brethren. You know, so... We're going to leave it right there, beloved. We're going to leave it there because dig this. In less than 40 years, the devil that's in charge, he won't be in charge no more. He won't even have the numbers. Our Latino brothers already got California. They got Texas. Wyoming. New Mexico. Florida. Them folks can't even hold their political power because... They're being outnumbered. The black man got all the southeast portion of the territory that we call the United States. So that means whoever we want to sit in the 1600 Pennsylvania Avenue in the next 40 years, he's going to get the seat. And it's clear that we can see that the brown man is going into power. Man, we can see that, beloved. Ain't nobody. He's going into power. We can see it. Our firstborn going into power would make us proud parents, brother. We ain't got no problem with that. All we have to do is sit back and put our own family unit back together. And we will. Once we get the devil out of our business and we get them out of our business. So there was another question asked. Can the devil fool one with knowledge itself? And the answer was not nowadays. And we're going to keep it right there. Peace and black power to your family. 
man, we thank you guys so much for listening, man. We thank you guys so much for hanging out, beloved. This is indeed Real Black Content is Fun Podcast, man. This is your brother. Until next time, we're going to get up with you, man. Peace. ¿Tú tienes un amigo aquí? Sí. ¿Quién es? Yoito, productor de aquí. Yoito. Yoito es tu amigo. Mi amigo. ¿Tú te acostabas con la mujer de él? No. ¿Y por qué no? Porque él es mi amigo y las mujeres de los amigos se respetan. Son ¿sabes? ajenas, Son ¿verdad? Son ajenas, claro. Son ajenas. ¿Tú haces dinero con Yoito? Sí, eres el productor de este canal de YouTube. Son amigos, ¿verdad? Por los celos y por el egoísmo del dinero, ¿tú lo vas a secuestrar a él? No. ¿Por qué? Mi amigo. Si tú eres amigo con alguien y tú no nomás son amigos, tú haces negocio con alguien. No nomás estás haciendo dinero con esa persona, esa persona es tu amigo, tú lo respetas y tú lo cuidas. Claro. Otra vez, ¿tú te dormías con la mujer de él? No. no. Tú lo... Tú... ¿Le va a hacer un daño? ¿Lo va a secuestrar? No, no, la vida. ¿Quién es la de verdad rata? Tú dímelo. Todo el mundo que sabe mi historia va a decir, ese no es un chota, ese no es una rata. Los amigos que ellos pensaron, que él pensó eran su amigo, no eran su amigos.